Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Festpop, the unofficial download festival guide. I'm Neil Wilkinson. This is the place for news and rumours about the festival, advice for going, and your chance to get involved and ask your questions too. So now let's welcome my fellow hosts. First of all, we've got Lee Ellingham. Good afternoon. Hello, how are you doing? Very well, are you? Oh, well, yes. Well, we're all in lockdown now, aren't we? We are indeed. Yeah, all, all 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 in it now. All stuck inside. Wow. Are you stocked up with toilet paper? There's not been the massive panic um, round here as, as as badly as it was last time. Okay. Um, or people well, have still got a stockpile from the first lot of stockpile. Probably. Yeah. Still wiping those asses. Exactly. And, <laughs> and we've got Dave Kingdon down in Cornwall. Howdy. Howdy. I like that. So you're wearing a Stetson. I don't know what that is. A Stetson is a cowboy hat. Oh, yeah. Digging uh, for oil. Oversized cowboy hat. Are you, are you on a farm, Dave? I am, yeah. So, have you got... Secluded. Have you got... Have you got livestock on your farm? Yes, we have sheep <gasps> and cows. Oh, how fantastic. You know, I, <laughs> I don't know why I didn't know this about you. I didn't. I'm, I, I love animals, you see. So I'm, I'm just fascinated by your sheep and your cows. So aren't we all? By sound of it. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say to that, sorry. Oh no, I just love them. Anyway, find us on the socials by looking for FestPod, and you can even send us a voice message by going to Anchor.fm/FestPod and clicking on Message. Say hi, ask our advice about download, or just chime in with whatever you want. That's at anchor.fm slash festpod, and just click on message. 
So let's get started with download news. There is some news. Um, I don't know how we manage to find news all the time about download because it's, it seems to be few and far between. But there is some news. We've got uh, some bands that were announced, haven't we? Yes, very exciting. Um, 17 bands were added to the lineup. 17? Um, 17. Um, the biggest names in that, um, for anyone who was a massive thrash metal fan in the 80s, would love to know that Megadeth have been added to the lineup. Um, wow. They'll be playing the, they'll be headlining the second stage on the Friday, which I was really confused by that booking, or especially the booking on that day and that time, considering you've got Kisp headlining the main stage. Um, potentially having a massive clash. I, I can't. Well, they, I can't be. The, I can't be the only one that thinks that's a little bit odd. Yeah, they're both sort of classic. I mean, they're not the same kind of music. They're not. You know, it's not. It's not exactly the same genre, but they're still sort of classic artists, aren't they? Yeah, you can stick them in one bracket of classic metal or classic rock, but yeah, they are different genres from that sort of classic era. I still think it's a little bit weird, though. Obviously, bands from that era on, on the same potentially on at the same time which one will you be going to see dave will you be going for megadeth or will you be going for kiss i'd like to see a bit of both actually i think i think kiss are like a lot older than megadeth so you will get the sort of slightly older generation um and this is apparently their their final tour isn't it so oh um, god yeah Every tour's the every tour's the final tour though, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? Really? Well, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> didn't we see? We didn't we see the last um, tour of? Um, Aerosmith. Oh yeah, Aerosmith and uh, Ozzy mm-hmm. as well. Uh, Black Sabbath, not Ozzy, because Ozzy was still still touring. Is, is Ozzy still touring, or is he is he is he finished now? He's meant to be touring again in twenty twenty two, I think. But okay. Yeah. <laughs> but no, so, I mean, but um, Dave Mustaine is, as far as I know, has recovered from his. Uh, I think he had, was it throat cancer or something? Yeah, throat cancer. Last year or the year before. So. Wow. So it's good that they're able to um, get back on the stage again and do what they do best. Yeah, I mean, even even as I'm not, I'm not a fan of Megadeth. It's still very good to see and very good to hear that he has recovered and he can still put on a show on for those people that that, that do like them and have followed them for I mean, thirty I, I, years now. I prefer them to Slayer, but I probably get lots of people who are angry at yeah. that statement. But do you know what? I'm with you, Dave, all the way. Megadeth yep, over Slayer. <laughs> yep, I I agree. I agree. So you're not alone on that. Hundred percent. So we've got another. So we, so we, <laughs> there's quite a few bands actually, and they're, they're quite spread out as well. They're not just on one particular stage. They, they, they're all over, aren't they? Yeah. So I've I've got the lineup. The the, the, the seventeen added bands in front of me now. Um, you got North Lane, who've been put onto the Sunday on the main stage. They love North Lane. They opened up um, in 2017 on the Friday. They were really really good. They're really good. Um, another band that have opened up the main stage, which I'm not sure whereabouts they've, where, whereabouts they've been put. Uh, let me just check my little book. They Your are little on book of facts. My, my little book. Um, they are on the Avalanche stage on the Sunday, Boston Manor. Um, but they've opened up the main stage before, a couple of years ago. Um, 
one band that I'm incredibly looking forward to seeing is Venom Prism. Um, Venom Prism. Extreme death metal sort of band. They are playing the fourth stage on the Saturday. The Dog um, Tooth stage. That's the one. They've made that stage bigger, which I think was, was necessary after last year when we had Ginger and 12 Foot Ninja in there that, again, people couldn't get in to see them. So they... so. It was announced last year, or, the, or sorry, this year, February. Um, they're expanding the size of the stage, which is necessary. However, having said that, I'm a little bit concerned with the health and safety people. They've got bands on that Dog 2 stage on the Saturday that are going to just bring the house down. And I'm not saying that figuratively. <laughs> I'm saying that literally. <laughs> oh, you've got, you've got a, 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 a prog prog band in temple on mars you've got dead label lotus eater um venom prison bleed from within who i have seen before um dying fetus obituary who are even more extreme metal um death metal than uh, the most extreme death metal i've ever heard and then you've got sepultura um headlining that stage on the saturday all those bands yeah i'm not just saying saying this figuratively literally they're going to bring the house down I spend most of my time in the dog tooth stage. I have to say that most most of of the bands that I that are on uh, the dog tooth stage are uh, that's my that's my jam, as uh, as people say. Uh, I love it because because it's, it, it, again you you've got a lot of these bands um, are not starting out as such, but becoming starting out in sort of the commercial sort of side of our alternative scene, and these are these are the smaller bands that. Um, yeah, they only have half an hour on stage, but every band plays a half an hour of absolute insaneness, if that's even a word. <laughs> I think uh, Royal Blood got their first gig, uh, their first paid gig in that stage, and look at them now. Yeah, well, I mean, they'd, they'd be one band I'd love to. I'd love to see actually, actually on the main stage at Download oh, sometime. But I don't know. I don't. I don't know whether they'd be more suited to Reading now. So there's a there's a lot there's a lot of other bands um, that have that been put up. I think most of them are on the um, the Avalanche stage um, throughout the weekend because uh, a lot of them are sort of pop punky sort of bands. Uh, one band that was um, in the main headline on the download page was the Descendants. I sort of thought I'll give them a listen. So I never heard of them before, which is the best thing about download. Sometimes is yeah. when you can you find bands that you don't know. Um, they are sort of a, a what I would call almost a um, a pogo punk band. If you imagine the old dance move, the pogo in, and that's all I can imagine when I listen to them. Do you pogo, Dave? I don't know, but uh, they're a good band, though. I've I've not checked them out fully, but um, they're the sort of same era as like Bad Religion, sort of like early or late seventies kind of. Um, punk punk rock isn't it so that's what i saw of men so that's all of era and punk and pogo in yeah. and, and all that sort of jazz i can imagine they're, they're probably put on a good uh, live show yeah i think i might uh, have to go and have a look at them so they are playing the avalanche stage on the sunday um the headlining so there's a potential clash with system of a down um potentially not depends on obviously the timings which we won't know until about probably the day before 
Who is it that uh, insisted on no clashes? Guns and so, Roses. It was Guns and Roses in 2018. I think. I think. Band. There have been times where bands haven't clashed with the with the with the main stage headliner, which I think it, it should happen. That that's cool. I'm I'm not too bothered by that. But 2018, they demanded a three and a half hour set that didn't clash with anyone. And then the 2018 day, um, you had obviously every other band sort of had to condense their sets so they wouldn't be clashing with Guns N' Roses, who wanted the hundreds of thousands of people's full attention on them. <laughs> Ego much? I know. I mean, you can hardly miss them, can you, really? Guns N' Roses. Um, i tell you what, though, I've... I've um, Spotted that Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes are back on the lineup, which makes me so happy. They were one of the first ones to get re-announced. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm with you. They they were one of the bands or one of the groups that I really wanted to see um, and was hoping for they'd, they'd be back. And yeah, um, that's probably the most... With them and potentially Sleep Token and Wargasm, those three bands alone are probably going to be my, uh, my Friday. Um because for me, the Friday is looking pretty thin. Um, really? I hate to admit it. Um, yeah, the Friday this this time around is looking, I mean, one, two, sorry, I just counted the, the bands I actually know I want to see. One, two, three, four, five? Out of the whole of the Friday? Wow, that's, that's not really, many. No, it's not. And then that's, that's really, that's really, um, that's unusual for me. Because uh, I usually I usually try and squeeze in about almost um, eight bands a day. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about you, Dave? Who are you most looking forward to on on this year's lineup? Um, definitely Sleep Token, because uh, I missed them the last time they played. I think it was a couple of years ago. Yeah, I um, missed them too. And I want I did want to see them in that year, but I think they were clashing with someone who I obviously wanted to see more. Um, and Gojira. Uh, yeah. Ah, uh, yes, Gojira. <laughs> very, very happy about that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, being for a friend, they were actually the first band I ever went to see in concert. No way. Yeah, when I was like 14, I think. Oh, wow. Um, and obviously, they, I'm, I'm glad they've had the, the chance to um, play again after obviously cancelling this year so the, there was an interview with Andy Coppin just after the last announcement did, it, I don't know, did you hear him say that this potentially is the last time a funeral for a friend will play with their current lead singer I didn't hear that no yeah if the, if the interview is still, still live on YouTube go and have a look um, apparently yeah that's it's potentially the last time that he um, will play with the band interesting do we know why or not um, Andy Coppin didn't go into much detail. He 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 just mentioned um, in the, the way that he does uh, this. This is um, it's potentially the last time that he will play with them. There is also uh, one band that's disappeared from the poster, uh, which is Hatari. Do you know what? I'm so gutted um, because I mean I now I'm not a massive Eurovision fan, and I mentioned it to my fiance who is that they were playing. And she's going, oh, my God, what day are they playing on? And I told her, she's, oh, I might have to come. And I thought, for one band, 
okay. It's that, it's, 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 that, it's that serious. But then I gave them a listen, and I, I, I wasn't expecting much, but it's a proper like, sort of industrial techno mad fest. I mean, I, I mean, I tried looking for some videos on Eurovision, and yeah, it would have been an insane show. Despite being quite early on in the day, it, um, yeah, it would have been quite insane to have that sort of music on mid-afternoon, potentially pissing with rain. Did they enter Eurovision, did they? They did. They were from, they're from Iceland. Um, oh, I bet they're brilliant then. Yeah. Um, if you can give them, if you, if, you, if you can find them, Hatari, H-A-R-T-I-R-I, I think. H-A-T-A-R-I. Hatari. Thank you, teacher. <laughs> wow. Oh, and they've dropped out. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I had a list. Of, obviously, we 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 posted on the Instagram of the the acts that have all dropped out, and obviously the bands that have come in. Hatari were one of the ones that obviously I was guided about to find that they they dropped out now. But another band that dropped out on from the Saturday, would, um, they were on the Dog Two stage on the Saturday. Chelsea Grin, um, which. Again, like I said, health and safety, they would have been the worst thing for it as well because they're one of they're one of those really sort of uh, heavy, hardcore, um, metalcore sort of bands that, again, put on an amazing show. Oh, my God. I'm so in the mood for download now. I really want to just I, be there. Yeah, <laughs> I am. Do you know what? And it, it sucks that it's still another like seven or eight months ago. Oh, my God. Um, it's great news that they've made that tent bigger, though, because it it gets pretty crowded in there, especially with some of the bands that they have on in, in the uh, the dog tooth stage. Definitely, it's uh, so <laughs> long time coming. La- yeah, so last year, this is Dave's fault. Um, we left Twelve Foot Ninja when they finished to go and have a whiz. Well, That's I didn't need Charles to go. Charles Butler over here needed uh, to relieve himself. I didn't need to go, but I thought, you know what? No, no. no. We want to see the band. Well, I'll, I'll go with him. We left the tent, and not only about five, ten minutes later did we go back, and we couldn't get back in the tent. Oh, it, I hate if, that. <laughs> from the minute that because because Tough and Ninja apparently their crowd was outside the tent as it was anyway. So the minute that we left, to the minute we came back, the tent had refilled, and we we could we could barely. I mean, I could I could just see uh, lead singer in all her glory. And um, could only just hear because obviously we were outside. We were quite far back. Um, so yeah, to make the tent bigger is actually going to mean obviously we're going to get in and we give it up to see it. Yeah, absolutely, and it makes sheltering from the rain easier as well, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, because <laughs> no, no, no doubt. Well, I mean, 2018, we didn't rain the whole weekend but it's more than likely going to rain. Well, it's download, isn't it? So, you, you know, you expect a, a few a few drops of rain. Exactly. Now, um, System of a Down are headlining the main stage on the Sunday, and I understand there's a little bit of news. They have two new tracks. After 15 years, they release new music. Um, have you given them a listen at all, either of you? I haven't. Yeah, I gave them a listen yesterday. Yeah, I mean, uh, the opening riff of, I believe, is Protect the Land. Um, it was very System of a Down, um, very traditional to, to, towards their old sound. Um, and the only thing I can say to it in any positive light is that it, it's System of a Down. Um, like you said, it's all right. They're okay. 
Um, but I mean, they're, they're very, uh, a lot of people are raving about it. And I don't know whether it's the raving because it's been 15 years since they released um, the last tracks or because they do genuinely like them. I, I'm, I'm, I'm neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm with you on that. I'm okay. I can watch them and enjoy it, but I, I don't think I'd, I wouldn't go and pay, you know, for an album or something. No, I, I tell you what, I, th- I was really let down in 2017 because I'd never seen them before. And obviously you listen to all the, all the tracks and all the albums before going, because there's not that many of them. So it was easily done. Um, and I was expecting really big things. But when they came out, um, it was a very sort of, to me, and I don't like being negative um, generally, but the show seemed pretty half assed Now, Serge had vocal issues. I think he was ill, so he cracked on as well as he could. So benefit the doubt. But there just didn't seem to be the sort of emphasism and excitement that that they've that you've seen on the videos on like YouTube. So the 20, 2017 show was pretty disappointing. But hopefully, because we're all going to be incredibly excited to be actually getting out and doing stuff next year. Yeah. Um, hopefully, they're going to be a bit more enthusiastic on stage. Um, Sunday is looking like quite a good day to me. Um, I mean, obviously, you've got, uh, before System of a Down on the Sunday, you've got Corn. Oh, yes. Uh, I haven't seen Corn since, and the last see Corn, I think it was with Limp Biscuit in 2018, which was an amazing show. Um, but obviously, they brought, they brought an album out um, back end of last year, which they still need to promote in this country. So there's going to be a lot of new stuff um, in their set, I hope. Um, we've also got Volby playing before them. Yeah, I like I like I love Volby. Um, again, that's 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 um one of this my, me and my fiance. That's one of our bands um, that, that we that we both think we both really really like. So that's that's good to see. I'm going to get to see them play again. Ailstorm um, is going to be an absolute riot on the Sunday. I, you know, I saw them at Bloodstock a couple of years ago, and it was absolutely insane. It's the it's probably one of the best shows I've ever seen, <laughs> just purely because it's just it's just pure fun and it's daft, it's silliness. If, it's, for anyone who hasn't seen Ailstorm, how how would you describe Ailstorm? Oh Christ! Um, <laughs> what can you say? What can you say? I, 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 do you know what? I think I, I think I described it as best I could just then. It's daft. It's silly. It's pirates. It's madness. It's just absolutely insane. You're going to have if even if you don't like that sort of um, almost cheesiness and silliness in in your metal music, this is going to be so much fun when I saw them at Bloodstock um, everyone had inflatables um, obviously to do with the seaside and pirates and stuff like that um, everyone that day was actually all in um, Hawaiian shirts for Cannibal Corpse um, aside, aside tangent obviously it, um, in Ace Ventura when Nature Calls the, the, the first Ace Ventura film he goes to a Cannibal Corpse gig and it's a Hawaiian shirt <laughs> and, and this and this added to the atmosphere for the Ailstorm who played before them um, I had a tutu on and a whole pink Hawaiian shirt don't remember that uh, 
Oh, this is a blood. This is a blood stock. Oh, there's blood a, there's stock. A, okay. Yeah, there's there's a video of me actually um, crowd surfing. You can just see me. Um, he as, 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 oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, is it's it's so much fun. The fact that on the main stage as well, it's going to be even bigger and even better. Dave, you're a fan of Alestorm, aren't you? Yeah, I've seen them a couple of times just doing their sort of headline shows. Um, and I saw them on the second stage a few years ago, but it'll be good to see them on the main stage because they um, they usually have a, a giant inflatable rubber duck as their backdrop. <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, that'd be quite good to see on the, on the big stage. No, unfortunately, um, I read. I think it was. It, was a, it might have been a couple of months ago. Now I read that they they they're not doing the inflatable duck thing anymore. Uh, did it burst? Uh, I, <laughs> no, they had they had lots of it. They sent one out actually at the show of Bloodstock. They actually threw it into the crowd. It's hilarious. Oh, um, right. <laughs> uh, the um, I don't know why. Um, I mean, you might have to you might have to look this up and clarify for yourself. I'm sure I read somewhere that the, they they stopped doing the whole inflatable duck thing. Which is really good because it's it it looks brilliant. It's Dave. Did you describe them as pirate metal? Yeah, that's that's putting it very uh, broadly, I guess. <laughs> pirate metal. Are there any but other they, pirate yeah. metal bands, or is that the only one? There are. Well, um, they were definitely the first. Or the, 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 no, 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 no. I, I wouldn't say to that. that to do that like very niche stuff that they do um they so have I, I, similar bands, i wouldn't but. i wouldn't say they're the first but there is a there is a finnish band called court placani um yeah. they they're they're they're, they're quite piratey and <laughs> it's more in, folk, their, though, i'd say it's, in their own like, finnish way yeah um i mean but they both bands sing about drinking and uh just generally having a good time so and being drinking pirates. pillaging yeah. It is. It's all that, isn't it? When you listen to it on Spotify or whatever, it's 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 they they really stick to the theme, don't they? Oh yeah, yeah. You, I mean, it's, it's <laughs> the, 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 you, you've you've only you've only got a little, oh fuck me, there's, there's one song fucked with an anchor. I mean, how much more <laughs> pirate could you get? I'd forgotten that one. Yeah, they're so much fun. The audience, they they really get in on the audience participation. They're so good. You've got to see them. That's Sunday on the main stage. Um, also, um, the darkness are on, and Steel Panther are on um, on the second stage. Now they're always fun as well, different kind of fun. They're not pirate metal, but they're they're sort of. How would you describe that? I mean, it's fun, but in a different way to System of a Down or Kiss. Um, they're their own sort of brand of fun, aren't they? So the, the I mean. They just don't take themselves seriously. Um, I think I've always looked at Steel Panther as a bit of a parody band, anyway. Because I mean, the way they the, the way they the, the way they dress and the way they do their makeup and stuff, it just reminds me of Motley Crue from obviously in the eighties. Yeah. So I'm just I'm just thinking they're a bit of a parody band, and the way they talk is very sort. Of, again, it's very. It would have been accepted in the seventies and the eighties the way they talk about yeah. women, the way they talk about drinking and stuff like that. And I can't help but think. They're a parody band, and they are very funny. I remember, I, I remember seeing them um, a couple of years ago, and they got all the women up on stage. Um, oh yeah! <laughs> which I thought, I thought that was absolutely brilliant. I thought that was because obviously 
those sort of bands, that's what they love to do. They love to drink, they love the women, they love their drugs, drink it and all sorts. And I just thought, yeah, that looks really cool. I was a little bit worried about the stage collapsing, to be honest, with that many people on it. There was hundreds of them, wasn't there? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> but what a sight. And it's the sort of thing you, you, you don't see every day. You don't see it every gig. Yeah, I mean, they did, if I remember correctly, they, they did complain that there wasn't enough um, boobs being shown. Um, <laughs> again, something that happens at a Motley Crue show, um, when, when Motley Crue play girl, girl, girls, 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 you'll have women in the crowd yeah. just getting the boobs out. <laughs> if I remember correctly, there was an incident um, in the early 10s, let's call it, where... where a young girl, I, I believe she was 15 or 16, she was on someone's shoulders and she got her boobs out and her dad complained and then from then on, the bands are not allowed to ask or they're not allowed to um, encourage. Encourage, encourage that behaviour. Wow. So they're not going to ask for you to get your boobs out, Dave, but if you do, they are not even allowed to acknowledge it. No. That's a shame. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> you were planning it, I know. Um, so, um, out of we haven't really touched on Saturday very much, apart from um, Deftones, Gajira, uh, Funeral for a Friend. Um, there's, there's a number of bands across the weekend that we're all looking forward to, but what's your, what day are you looking to be running around the most? Uh, I'd say Saturday for me. Yeah, I think uh, for me as well, it's going to be Saturday or Sunday. Um, Saturday, I can see myself spending a lot of time in the dog two stage until uh, Gorgira uh, play. Then I'm going to probably end up going, depending on obviously the timings, because um, mm. at the minute, at the minute, old Clash Finder, whoever's made that Clash Finder, thank you. Um, for anyone who doesn't the, know, what is Clash Finder? So Clash Finder, basically, it's, you, you, uh, I mean, it sounds so obvious when I say it's, it's your clash finder. So the person, so, so you can make your own. Um, basically, it lists all the bands that are on there, what times they're playing, and what stage they're on. Is it a website um, or an app? Yes, um, it's, it's a website. If you just Google Clash Finder, you'll be able to find Google Clash Finder Download Festival, and it should bring you up with the this year's lineup. Um, and it, it pretty much just shows you who who um, is going to be playing and when they're going to be playing and who they will potentially be clashing with. Um, and for the Saturday, it looks like Gojira could potentially be clashing with Venom Prison, which I'll be very upset if it does happen. But, um, yeah, I, I always look at Clash Finder before we go. Dave and I discuss it at the length, um, uh, Clash, um, uh, who, who we want to see, and we, we, keep, a, we keep an eye on it almost throughout the year to make sure that nothing changes. See, Dave, you've talked about seeing half of a set of somebody and then going off to see somebody else's half a set and then going to see... I, I, I don't... I, I can't compute that, really. I like <laughs> to see the whole thing. Yeah, I, I mean, I try not to. As, as much as I can, I'd love to try and see a whole... If, if I'm interested in a well, band, we all want I to see, a whole, see but... that whole... Yeah. <laughs> um, very but, well played sir very well played <laughs> but so, sometimes if there's um, a, you know a couple of bands that 
I'm not sort of. Um, You're half asked about it. Well, yeah, like I'm not too fussed either way, but I want. I just. I don't want to just sit around doing nothing, so I might just check out a bit of both, if you know what I mean. Yeah, um, I mean, you know, if you're half bothered about seeing a band, it's better to go and see them than just to sit in the campsite, sat in your yeah. tent, half asleep, isn't it? Yeah, but then there are definitely some bands where I'm like 100% seeing all of their set, and I don't really care about the bands either side of them. Um, but then that's the great thing about Clash Finder, is you can obviously, maybe not right now, because it's not... 100% official with set times yet but once that they've been released um it's such a good resource to um you know to like, plan yeah like months or weeks before you can uh you can see like where you want to go and then it just saves that i mean saves the hassle at least for me to um you know have to have to be like oh where where i meant to be now i can just like look at clash Fire and go oh when are the times? Dog when do we get those times? Do you know? It's it's normally uh, maybe like a couple of weeks before. Oh, it's, right, it's so not, it's really late then. Yeah, I mean, it's normally at least June before they release the hundred percent set in stone times. But again, this year is completely different, isn't it? So who knows? So you've only got a couple of weeks before download happens to plan your entire weekend. Yeah, but I mean, at least that's the good thing about people doing the Clash Finders now is that at least you can get a, a rough idea and you can be like, oh, those two bands might clash, so I'll just keep an eye on them or something. Yeah, I have a confession. I've already planned mine. Um, I've, I've almost got my weekend planned already. But um, in, thanks, you, thanks, you've thanks, not got the times, though. though. No, I would say so, so the times that the times are on the website is, is based on the year before. Um, because they do roughly have the same, it roughly has the same pattern. Um, obviously you've got the, the, the fourth stage is usually half an hour sets all the way up until later on in the evening until you get like the, the, the final, like two or three bands. Um, the main stage, they, the times that, that the, every band that comes on their times are extended by about 10 minutes every time. So the first band on will be half an hour. The second band of 40 minutes, 40, then 45, 50. And then I think the, 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 the third, the third from tops band, which for example, would be Volby on the Sunday, they get an hour. And then the second band will get an hour and a quarter. And then the headline, I get between an hour and a half and two hours, most likely two hours. Wow. You um, really have studied this, haven't you? Oh, I've been doing it uh, again. I think it was it was 2017 when I started doing this seriously because because it was the first time I went on my own without my fiance, and I thought, right, I've got all this freedom and all this all the time of the weekend now to plan exactly who I want to see, without obviously having to take into consideration somebody else and what they want to see. <laughs> yeah, you can be completely selfish and just go and exactly. I mean, it's, it's it's like you laugh at me and it makes me sound really bad. <laughs> but you, she, your fiance isn't there, so you don't have to worry about her. Yeah, well, I mean, well, luckily, luckily, yeah, well, luckily, when we do go, because we still do, we still go to Bloodstock with each other every year. Luckily, because our music tastes are very, very, very similar, um, there's never usually any arguments about it. So, um, but the, the the one year that I went on my own, I thought, right, 
this is totally all about me and what I want to do. So this is cool. So I can see whoever I want because I mean, I went and saw Suicide Silence, which I know for a fact that she wouldn't want to have seen. So um, I mean, yeah, I, I love going to the shows with her, absolutely. But when I'm on my own, obviously, I've got more freedom to go and just choose who I want to see. So, in other news, day tickets are now available. You can purchase um, a ticket to go for one particular day as opposed to the whole weekend or camping. Um, And you can even get those day tickets on instalment plans for the first time. Yeah, this is this is this is something very new. Um, like you say, for the first time, they've never they've never done this with day tickets before. I think maybe they're trying to they're trying to encourage people to um, use the instalment plans. There's not so much pressure to obviously to, to chuck a hundred almost up to a hundred pound just for the day. Um, at the moment, obviously, of all of us being in lockdown, people on furlough, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm. Um, the one thing I find strange about it though is day tickets being released so early. I know yeah. we've got. I know we've got almost eighty to ninety percent of the of the of the lineup announced, but even then, the day tickets don't usually get released until springtime of that same year. Yeah, uh, which then begs the question: Why? But I mean, uh, if the, if the lineup's pretty much announced, then yeah, well, I suppose why not? Um, have other festivals got their day tickets out? Um, the big the big festivals like again like Red in Leeds they they do their day tickets almost the day um, the day they announce their first headliners I know they've got their day tickets out already and they've they've only announced about thirty to forty bands. Um, so it isn't it's it's, it's a download that's unusual and leaving it so late for day tickets compared to the other big festivals. Yeah, the, the download is sort of that the the, the different. So, with, with, yeah, I mean, our day tickets don't usually come until like March, April time when they know they've got the pretty much the lineup all there, and that's the only explanation I can think of is why they've done it so early this time. That's a good thing. Oh, yeah, it, it gets, I mean, it, I mean, why wouldn't you? I mean, you've you've got that you've got the full almost the full lineups in front of you, so you can still you can pick which day you want to do already. Yeah, I mean, I don't know who day tickets are for really i mean for me download is is uh, a whole week it's a whole experience it's the camping it's the the fun it's the going to you know around around the arena to all the different stages and spending each day doing that and and getting drunk and just enjoying yourself for the whole thing um yeah i mean I, i don't know who who do you think it is that buys day tickets dave well, I think day tickets are a great idea because uh, obviously some people don't want to see all of the bands that are on other days and there's obviously a, uh, a big price difference as well. So oh, yeah. it's good that you don't have to spend like, hundreds of pounds if, if, if there's just one or two bands you want to see. And, um, you know, sometimes the headliners that are doing... Uh, like tours around Europe, this may be their only uh, show of in the UK. So, do you know that's a good point, actually? So, if I was a massive fan of System of a Down and I wanted to see their only date in the UK, which happened to be at Download, I could just buy a day ticket and go and see them. Exactly. Um, that's a fair point. That's absolutely a fair point. Um, 
I can't think of any bands who are on the list that I would want to do that for, though, because they're all sort of they've all got their own. I'm not. I don't follow any of them. I think it was even if it was Royal Blood. Um, do you know what? If I if I change festival and think of Reading and Leeds, um, I may buy a day ticket to go and see Royal Blood because I'm not interested in going to see people like Eminem. Um, or, you know, just any of the other <laughs> people that they have on it's, their lineup. You know what? It's funny you mentioned that because I, I, I did the year that Eminem headlined, I did debate getting a, a day ticket. Did but then you? Yeah, that's because they had corn on as well um, oh. on, the, on the same day. So, I mean, that would have been, again, two birds, one stone. But that, again, like, like, they, like they've said, that, that would have been the perfect day ticket for me. Because again, it's got a couple of bands on in just one day that I know I'm going to. I know I want to see. Um, so yeah, I mean, Dave's he, he raises a really good point. Yeah, if you've only got one or two bands that are on one day, you think right. Well, I don't really want to waste my time on the Friday and the Sunday when there's nothing on there that I want to see. But just for example, sake for using download as an example, but on the Saturday I've got Gojira, I've got Death Pants, I've got Biffy Clyro, three of my favourite bands on the same day. They, there you go, yeah. So that's a, yeah, it's it's for the it's for the fans of maybe one or two bands that are only on that day, and then just think and then just think that I'm not gonna, I don't want to spend up to three hundred pound for the whole weekend. I mean, I'm just looking at the Leeds Festival lineup poster. Mm-hmm. Um, so on the main stage on the Friday they've got Queens of the Stone Age who I would definitely be interested in seeing same um, see I, the, the, my, my thing is I wouldn't want to have to sit through a load of other stuff that I didn't want to see like Liam Gallagher um, oh yeah! <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm no interest. No offense, Liam. I'm just, you know, it's not my cup of tea. That's all. Uh, and and I wouldn't want to sit through a, a one and a half hour set of of Liam Gallagher to wait for Queens of the Stone Age. Mm-hmm. Um, you've also got uh, Stormzy on on the Saturday, and you've got to respect what he's doing as an artist. But he's not somebody yep. that I would go and buy a ticket for. But um, uh, no, I totally agree. I would like to see Catfish and the Bottlemen. Um, Never had them. <laughs> no, fair enough. You know, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> so it's, it works both ways, doesn't it, really? Oh, the Wombats are on. They've got the Wombats. I love the Wombats. Um, there you go. Yeah, the, the Sunday on the mage, main stage, West. Well, hang on, hang on. Now, Neil, it sounds as if you want to get a ticket for Leeds first by the sounds of it, because there's a few bands you just mentioned that... <laughs> Oh, I like them. Oh, I like them. <laughs> um, no, there's there's too much that I'm not interested in. Yeah, and but, I think again, that's that's like when we we go back to the day tickets. I think that's that's the case for. Um, I mean, like, like I said, for Friday in particular on download for me, I've only mentioned about five bands, six that are pushed that um, I would want to see on that day compared to say like um, nine or ten that I usually would. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're going to have those people, like you say, there's not enough for the whole weekend that's going to make them want to buy a weekend ticket, but there is enough for a day ticket. How much is a day ticket, do you know? A download? Yeah. Um, it ranges, again, depending on the artist. I think the most expensive one I've ever seen 
was um, when Guns N' Roses played, shockingly. Yeah, I bet it was. 90, 95 pounds. Wow. But um, then on the either side of those days, um, the the Friday and the Sunday of that year dropped to about 85. So you've potentially got a lot for your money. If you, yeah, big you know, time. if you want, you could go and see as many bands as you could on that day for, for 80, 90 quid. But if you're only there to see one band, that's a very expensive ticket. <laughs> but the thing is, though, with, with the, let's use Guns N' Roses as an example. Um, they've played stadium shows in this country where their standard ticket fee is about ninety pounds. Yeah, it was it was the same for Metallica at Twickenham and the Etihad Stadium in Manchester. Um, yeah. I know Iron Maiden have got their Legacy of the Beast tour coming up um, the next year or the year after. That's why they're not doing download. Um, those tickets are going to be about are going to be up up that end of the spectrum, I suppose. Um, Dave, would you pay for that up your end? <laughs> now, <laughs> sorry, oh. sorry, rephrase that. <laughs> no, <laughs> I will. I will. Yeah. Dave, would, 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 is 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 that? A price that you would pay to go and see um, a band like Iron Maiden. Well, I actually went to Twickenham to see Metallica, so I can't really say no. And how much was that? Uh, I think it was about ninety-five. Okay, if I remember correctly. Um, Who is supporting them? Do you remember? Ghost. So I, I killed two birds with one stone seeing. Because you love uh, Ghost, don't you? Yeah, I kind of almost went to see Ghost more than Metallica, <laughs> but I've I've never seen Metallica before, so it was a, obviously one off the bucket list. Um, and was it a good gig? Yeah, it was actually. Yeah, um, but again, it's you just have to weigh out um, how much you pay for a band like. If you're not into Metallica, then you probably wouldn't pay nearly hundred pounds to see them. But um... yeah, I, I get that. I mean, again, if 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 I say Corn were to ever get um, to that that size of the uh, like Metallica are now, and they put their prices up to ninety pounds to be in a stadium, oh yeah, you, you can guarantee I I'd be buying tickets for it. I mean, if they're they're, they're my favourite band, they're in a huge stadium, ninety pound. For again a two hour, two hour, two and a half hour show, yeah, that, that's that's worth the money to me. Yeah, it depends. It depends on the on the act, doesn't it? I suppose. And yeah, I mean, if they're your, if they if they're your favourite band, hmm. um, I mean, I can't, I can't, I, I can't think of an excuse as to why not. Hmm. Well, they are available data kits uh, on the instalment plan. Um, so if that benefits you, then you can find that all on the Download Festival website. Um, now then, the coronavirus national lockdown, which we are currently in. Um, uh, yes. So, um, uh, so are we thinking that come June, when we should be downloading that things will be okay again? I'd like to hope so. Or will we have uh, lockdown three? 
I am grateful that we are into another lockdown where we potentially, again, can get a hold, can fingers crossed, get a hold of this virus, get a vaccine sorted, get testing done. Um, Dave, you're in lockdown in Cornwall and there's hardly any coronavirus in Cornwall, is there? No, thankfully. But like they said on the news when they announced the lockdown that um, if we carried on as we were going, then the the sort of curve would be uh, what's the word no idea what's the word, <laughs> what's the word I'm thinking of it's in your head mate it's not a, we don't know the curve uh, the curve has um, talk about peaked. a curve I don't the bell know. curve is it peaked <laughs> are you talking about your bell curve Dave <laughs> yeah <laughs> Let me try that again. I just I'm thinking of the word. What is it? Um it's so like, we're we're all, we're all scientists and cunning linguists on this podcast, not, I tell you. Not more exponential, it's um Sorry, I'm just thinking of <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. Um I'll just try again. I'll try to say something different. Oh what a bell curve. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so basically, in Cornwall, if, if if you hadn't have locked yourself away with your cows and your chickens, not chickens, sheep, um, then then things might have been a little bit worse than they than they otherwise would have been. Is that what you mean? Yeah, because, I mean, down here in Cornwall, we haven't had many or as many cases, no. but um, the hospitals, like, if it carries on as it was going, then... Well, yeah, uh, you'd be buggered, because you haven't got any bloody hospitals down there. Yeah, we've got, like, one main one, and that's about it. So you would have been yeah. buggered? <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, uh, so, uh, I mean, obviously, nobody wants illness, and we all we want it all to go away before the festival season starts again. So that is the download news, and uh, next we'll get some advice about going to download in the guide. In this section, we'll try and answer questions about what it's like to go to Download Festival. Things that we recommend and things to avoid. This week, extras. Aside from just having the standard camping experience, you can buy extra add-ons to make your stay at Download more special. Uh, Lee, I know you're a fan of uh, extras, aren't you? Oh, big time. If I'm if I'm in general camping, um, yeah, there's so... <laughs> What they introduced for 2020 um, was the refresh refresh retreat. Um, the pay what? a uh, refresh retreat. Refresh retreat. Let's all That's say it together. It. Refresh, refresh retreat. Retreat. <laughs> so you pay you pay a fee. Um, I think for the full package. Full package. It was yes. that's 65. So I think it was 65 pounds. But within that, you mm. get. Your own locker, you get your shower pass, um, you get access into um, a, a little area where you can blow dry your hair, you, you and then and, and straighten your hair and do 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 whatever to make yourself look pretty for the day. A little um, blow area. A little blow area. Yeah. You're terrible. You are fucking out. <laughs> Sorry, I'm in that kind of mood today. That's fine. So you get your. But um, there, I mean, there are showers, aren't there? There are already showers that anybody can use. But these showers that are in the refresh, refresh what? 
Refresh Retreat. Refresh Retreat. Uh, how, in what way are they different? So these are private cubicles. So you can go, you'll see you, you're in your own little private little box too. Um, they are hot showers as well, which is always a plus. So you're not showing um, your willy to everybody. It's private. You're not flashing you, yep, you're not flashing your bits to everyone. Um, and it's a bit more, uh, obviously down depending on how comfortable you are in the uh the, 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 the cattle grids, as I call them, cattle grid showers. Um, yeah, they're very, it's more of a private sort of, it's more of a private shower. Yeah, so you've, um, you've, got, your, you've got your little cubicle for a blow, um, and you've got your, your shower cubicle, and I'm, you get a locker. You do, and you also, you also get access to proper flushing toilets. Um, I cannot stress this enough. Dave will not agree with me because he's happy to do the normal portalos, which is fine. Um, don't if you don't want to do the posh toilets, then go for a portal. That's absolutely fine. But after doing the VIP experience at Bloodstock Festival and having to use a a flushing porcelain toilet, it is of such a better feeling and better experience of taking a poo on at the festival you prefer to poo on porcelain i prefer to poo on porcelain not plastic there's a lot of alliteration in, in this podcast there, today. I, yes, I, there I, is. I love it um dave are, you, to... dave are you not bothered about the the plastic toilets porcelain <laughs> no uh, not not in recent years they've done a very good job of um keeping on top of them and if if you time it right if you go if you can kind of get up early enough uh, to just after they've cleaned them, then you've got nothing to worry about. Uh, but they, they do, they obviously do get uh, messy very quickly, but. That's, so, a, that's an understatement. Messy <laughs> is probably the yeah. nicest way to put it. So the toilets <laughs> that you pay for, are they, do they not get messy at all? So they've got, um, they've got cleaners there. Um, and they get clean regu- they get cleaned regularly throughout the day to make sure they are um, pristine and clean all day. So when you go in, is are they perfumed? It definitely smells better. I don't know whether it's actually perfumed, but it's definitely aired a lot better. Is there dreamy music playing when you enter? I tell you what, that would make the experience hundred times better it's a good experience already but with that sort of music like if you go to a spa and you've got that sort of music that's trying to relax you and calms you down yeah oh, that'd be brilliant well you're paying for it i don't know why they don't do it to be honest it's, it's, I, I would expect that to be honest um so the, the um, but you, the only thing is when you pay for this special toilet um there's only one place where it is they're not dotted around all over the place are they so you, you've got no to- so this 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 is this is probably one of the biggest negatives for me about the refresh retreat, um, and refresh so the, the posh toilet, <laughs> the posh toilets, and the the, the, the private showers is there is there's only one set around the campsites. Um, so yeah, unfortunately, if you buy them, you're going to have to camp yourself as close to them as possible. They're usually in the middle of the um, village, are they? Yeah, so the plan was, from the video that was released in February, the plan is to have them almost in the centre of the village so they are easily accessible um, from everyone that needs that needs and, u- and wants to use them. But they, do ha- they are going to have two sets of free showers 
um, in, I believe, on, on either in, in either side of the campsites for both the bigger camps. Um, so, That's good. I hate queuing to shower. I hate it. If you, if you get there early enough, I tell you what, the queue moves pretty fast. I mean, if you're if you're there at about, I think on average they open about seven o'clock in the morning. And if you manage to get yourself in the queue, despite how big it is, say seven o'clock, you will get in there quite quickly. It's, it's if you've if you've had a really if you if you've had a I, don't, I was going to say if you've had a hard one the night before, but I just I know exactly what you're going to say. If you've had a heavy night of drinking, <laughs> yes. If you had a heavy night of drinking and you end up having a bit of a lie-in, um, then yeah, if you the later you leave it and the longer the queue is, the longer it's going to take you to get in there. I'm not getting up at seven o'clock in the morning just to get in the showers. Oh, I don't blame you. Uh, I mean, I, I'm from 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 the jobs from the from the work that I do um, as, as as a job. I'm wired to wake up at six in the morning. I, I mean, I'm supposed to be on a, what, a, what my voluntary holiday. And I've been up at about seven, that's six, yeah. seven o'clock every morning since I've been off, and it's just it's just the way that I'm wired. Well, that's it. It's, it to me, it is a holiday. It's it's very often the only time away that year that I'll get, and so I don't want to wake up at work time. Do you know what I mean, Dave? What do you do? Do you go in the in the? What do you do then? If you if you don't pay for any extras, let's say, what are you are you up early with all the 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 birds? I, I do. I, I normally get uh, showers. Oh, you do so, get a shower. Yeah, because um, you can you can get certain things uh, separate. You don't have to buy refresh like, the whole package. Yeah, you can get like just showers or just a toilet or just a oh, locker. Okay. Um, so I, no, I normally get a couple of things, but the toilets have never. Um, I've never had a problem with them, but I just wanted. I wanted the uh, you know the luxury of a, a hot shower, mm. a nice a nice private hot shower. Yeah, yeah, and the, I think last or in previous years, I have got up at about you know, or got into the queue at about eight o'clock, and a couple I think a couple of days, especially probably probably on the Saturdays, uh, has been the worst. But even then, you're still. Yeah, you're queuing for like half an hour, forty minutes, which might seem like a lot, but then, um, yeah, you're ready for the rest of the day. Then I'm quite grumpy when I wake up, and so I'm <laughs> I'm in no mood to yeah. queue. It's, it's, if, you know, if you're by yourself, whatever, you just take your headphones or something. Because um, in the, the shower, cubicles, well, the the cubicles in the showers have like a little off area or you know somewhere to put your your um, clean clothes and stuff so oh no no you, you said you take your headphones in the shower no in the queue for the shower oh right i was gonna say music in the shower <laughs> that's nice <laughs> might ruin your headphones but so you can get there, there are packages for all of these extras um but you can get them separately so you've got a, a nice what do they call this toilet one there's a special name for it isn't there so it used to be um the seat of luxury um, but that's what the the, the refresh retreat mm, um, has now put them all to, has put everything together. So the, the loos, oh. the the toilets, um, access to their special area, <laughs> <laughs> and oh yeah, so that, that's all put into like I think that's like the gold package. 
Um, and oh. then obviously it, it, it whittles down silver package. I believe you pick two. Oh, so, you, that, you, the whole lot. so you can't get them separately anymore. That's it. You can get them separately. Um, you absolutely can. Um, oh, okay. But I say when I say you do like the silver package, you you, you basically pick two. Um, any any of the two, you pay a standard fee for choose two of them. So it could be the like uh, like Dave does. He uses the the lockers and the showers. Um, you pay. I can't remember the prices now, but it is, it is on their website. Okay, so um, you, you can choose um, to pay more to have a, a special nice toilet. You, yep. You can have a lovely shower that's private. Um, you've got your blowy area, like you said. Um, yep. And then you've got uh, lockers. Fucking hell, what do you call it? Lockers. No, 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 before that. The, the, the area for your... <laughs> <laughs> your blowy area. What did you... <laughs> for fuck's sake. <laughs> you know, your blowy area for your... for your, for your um, Drying your air. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, so you, yeah. have, you, have, you, have, <laughs> you have your little cupboard to have a blowy. Um, and then you've got yeah. um, your... Uh, what's this? Oh, the guest area. You can pay more to get into the guest area, which I guess is the thing off the arena. That's right. Okay. So yeah. So so we're going away from the uh, the extras in the campsite. You know, the guest area, which is the extra for the the arena. Um, I think we've touched on this before. It's it's basically a, a, a sort of a cut off area of the arena. It's got a little. It's got a few different things in there that you wouldn't get from the main arena. You pay a little bit extra to use it if you're if you're not doing RIP. Um, because it comes standard with RIP. It does. Lucky us. Like like all the rest of these, you know, a lot of these, a lot of these nice extras, you'll get without having to pay uh, extra because you've already paid it in your RIP ticket. But we shall discuss. We'll talk about RIP another time. That's not for today. We will. We will. Um, Now you can also. There's a viewing area. Now I think this is a new thing where you pay more and you get a better view of the main stage. Is that right? Yeah. So it's going to be on stage right, I believe. Um, It's a it's a platformed area by the sound tower that's going to give you a better view of the the stage um imagine if you will the the wheelchair platform yes closest to the stage um obviously to get a better view i'm in two minds about this you know uh, it's i think it's a good idea to if you want to pay that little bit extra i think when i say little bit i think it's about 100 pound extra yeah, it won't be a little bit <laughs> It'll be yeah quite expensive yeah um to get a better view to enjoy to enjoy it that much more, that's fine. Um, but then, I mean, the the idea of it, if you don't pay for it, I mean, not that anyone's going to stand directly behind it anyway, because that would just be ridiculous. But you're taking then you take out a lot of the field there that obviously would be used for people that again that could see regularly and not stuck behind a platform. I would also say that if you're on that platform, you're more of a target for bottles of piss. I've not seen a bottle of piss thrown at a festival yet. I think this is some sort of rumour or some sort of myth that people oh, made up. Oh, come on. You've no, never, honestly, you've never honestly, seen it. No, I've, no I'm, I must be... Do you know what? I've jinxed it now. I'm going to get covered in piss next year, aren't I? I think every year that I've been to download... I mean, it's not a bottle. It's a, it's a cup. It's a pint of piss that gets thrown. <laughs> have you, you must have seen this, Dave. No, I've thrown a few. No, you dirty bugger. No, you haven't. I haven't really. I was going to say, you wrong. 
No, I've never, I've never actually seen. I've seen like bottles and cups and stuff being thrown, but they've normally had beer in, which I've never understood. It's like, mm. why would you spend five on a pint and then throw it? Well, I, you know, when you well, when you stood in that beer. when you're when you're in that big um, crowd of thousands of people and let's say you're watching corn and you don't want to go to the toilet because you'll miss them, uh, but you need to go. I've got the perfect example for what you're talking about, actually, and it, and it, and it actually involves corn. So in 2016, I saw corn at, um, they're on the main stage, about to open up for Ramstein, and there's a group of people in front of me and the fiancé, and I can hear them chatting away. And one of them's gone, oh, I really need the toilet. And I thought, we're so close to the front. Says, you're buggered. You're going you're gonna to have to wait out this entire show and not go for a wee. No, no. She was under a poncho. She's managed to crouch down and pee there and then right in front of us. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, do you know what? I, I, had to, I have to admit, I was quite impressed. So what? So with it, let's say you've done that and then you then have this pint pot of piss... Now, do you want to stand next to that for the rest of corn, or do you want to dispense with it? Do you want to get rid of it? You want to sort of, you know, you don't want to potentially stand in it. So you get hold of it and you lob it. I don't do this, by the way, but this is what happens. Um, I mean, this is this must be what it is. People who just don't want to go to the toilet and want to get rid of the, rid of the piss and then throw it. I've I've been very close to being drenched um, by piss. I'll tell you what, if, it, if it's raining, why can't you just put the put the pint down, just kick it over, and then it just gets into the mud anyway? No need to no need to no need to give anyone a golden shower. You'd have to ask them. It's not something I do. Um, but uh, anyway, I don't know how we got onto this. Oh, because of the viewing area, um, that's it. Yeah, you'd be a target for those flying. Pint pots of piss. I can so at least, or at least, or at least a flying empty bottle. Um, now you can also, uh, as extras, get uh, a charge candy portable charger. Now this isn't really something we've talked about before, but um, it is a vital piece of equipment to bring with you if you're even um, vaguely modern and you have a smartphone. Of course, you do. Um, then you'll want to charge it. You'll want to bring it with you to download and charge it and use it every day. Um, now, uh, you can get these little... Um, I don't know how big they are, really, but there's not very big. They're little sort of um, blocks, the little charges, that you, and, and they, they'll last you for a charge, and then when it's, you know, dispensed, you go and return it and get another one. Which is a great idea because you can have one the whole the whole time. They've changed these in the last few years though, because you used to get one where you charge it, then you go to the, the little stand and get another one, and then uh, you could do that as much as you wanted. Then they changed it to you get one new one per day. Now, I don't know about you, but I need more than one charge per day when I'm at download. This is why I take my own. Um I take my, so I, I, I do my, I take my own stuff um, to charge my phone because I know that again, one charge is never enough. Because I mean, if you're using your phone for texting, trying to find your mates all day, or you're taking videos or photos, um, you're gonna, you, your battery's going to drain yeah. regardless of how good your phone is. And having just one for a charge 
and then having to get a new one in the morning, it might it might not be sufficient for the day. That's why, like you said, the the old method they had was just good. If it ran out, you can go and get a new one, and then you can charge up again if need be. So yeah, I'm 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 not sure the new method is practical for those of us that again like to use our phones while we're at the show. That's not something you you use, is it, Dave? Well, the first couple of years I did, I used the, uh, I think it was called Charge Candy at the time. Um, and it was amazing because mm. you just, it, I think they, they shut the shops um, in the evening. So you had to go before uh, the arena closed. But just like as you're walking out of the arena, you just go to the, the shop again and get a, a fresh, uh, a, a charged uh, battery. Yeah. But in the last couple of years, I've just gone onto Amazon and got like a a decent battery pack for like 20, 25 quid. And I think last year I took two of them and I didn't even use up one. Yeah. I never had to charge it. So it, I think I think it is a good idea. Um, I, I'm not sure if they've changed the rules again for this year or next year. Sorry. Um, in what you can do but because i think every year that it's been slightly different yeah but, um, i don't know if it's a different company as well like, it seems to be a different yeah, company i think every year is inside different but i mean i've still got the ones uh from the first couple of years i have because <laughs> at, the, at the end of the festival you just you get to keep mm. one that you can then use at home but, that's it you put a, you put a deposit down on it don't you and if you, if you don't uh yeah return it you you, you pay for it basically yeah, but I think it is a good idea, but you can also get similar, if not better, ones on Amazon for yeah. you know, half the price. Well, exactly, yeah. And in the lockers, you can actually charge your portable charger up, can't you? Yeah, so in the lockers they've got, um, uh, I think it's just one USB connection. Mm-hmm. I think one year they had the sort of, the car cigarette lighter ones um but nowadays it's all just the usb ones yeah which is ideal it's it's uh yeah it's a great idea to put that in there um and you really should get a locker when you go to download uh, especially yeah. if you're camping even just to put your, your car keys in or something mm-hmm. just so you, you know they're safe exactly you don't want to sit in your tent with hundreds of pounds and uh you know all the all your valuables inside a piece of zippable canvas because well, uh, I, actually every year this is quite good a, a good piece of advice i guess um i've always had a like a bum bag mm. that i've put un, under my shirt so it's just one of those ones that you you clip on uh, and i put my uh like my id in there my money uh just anything that I don't want to lose. And I, I carry a, a small bag sometimes as well, but um, just knowing you've got that like under your shirt, so no one can really see it. No one can um, take it off you, or you you'd notice it if they did. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just for it's just rather than having stuff in your pockets that you might fall out or something. Yeah, absolutely. You find these little uh, these ways that work for you, don't you? 
Um, so after the charges, uh, we have an option to turn up at download and everything is set up for you. Your tent is there, your bed is there, etc. Ready to rock is an option for you. Now, some people go for this because they don't like to bring a tent. They don't like to bring all the bits and bobs from the car to the campsites. And I suppose it's it's a, an easier way of doing things. It's not the cheapest way of doing things, though. No. So, I mean, I've, I've worked, I, I actually did sort of a side-by-side workout what was um, better value for money in regards to the ROP, uh, where you can park next to your tent so obviously that, that, that that's that's one major benefit already you haven't got to travel um miles and miles and miles to to pitch your tent um so the comparison i i did basically yeah you might have the the pitch tent your bed like you said everything ready and waiting for you um but when you, you when you put it side by side with price wise the rip in all honesty i believe you should, you should, you might as well just pay that little bit extra and just do RIP and get the full benefits of the VIP treatment. Um, but then, like I say, it's down to personal preference. You you might want to be closer to the village. Um, it could be less hassle for you just to basically take a bag full of um, food and beer for the weekend instead of obviously carrying tents and etc cetera, etc cetera. but then um, when you look at it a tent when you if you're carrying a tent the tents fold up quite small um i don't think that's the major thing when you're going from the car to the campsite i don't think it's that big of a deal i think the tent is the least of your your concerns because it folds up so small i think the biggest thing is is usually beer um and then you've got your clothes and other bits and bobs like chairs and stuff. Uh, I think a tent is is incidental, myself, because I'm looking at the um, the ready to rock options here. Um, you've got the option of a two person tent, which let's be honest, that's a one person tent because you've got room for you and your shit, um, rather than two people and two people's shit. Uh, you've got four person tent, a six person tent, or an eight person tent. Um, the range from a two-person tent at two hundred pounds each. That's on top of your ticket price as well. And then it's not. Yeah, yeah. And then you can go to an eight-person tent and sleep bundle for nine hundred and twenty pounds. No, 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 nine hundred and twenty-eight pounds each. Which I, you know, I, I can't justify that. There must be people who can though. No, again, like like you say, it's all down to personal preference. I mean, it's so someone has figured out that they would prefer to do it that way then fair play all the more to them it's not coming out of my pocket so <laughs> so i mean yeah i i'm with you i don't see too much logic in it in comparison to the full vip package but then again ah man it's down to down to personal preference the, the there is there is a benefit with the red ready to rock but i mean you almost get the VIP treatment where you get the showers, lockers and and, and, and posh toilets within that package. Um, I suppose that's a, that is a major benefit with doing it like that as well. I mean, you could literally rock up with fuck all apart from your clothes, like we've said and crack on that way. Uh, I mean, this isn't something that I, I've ne- this has never appealed to me. So I haven't ever looked into it particularly, but um yeah, I mean, I wouldn't spend the money. I think if you're looking for um, luxury, you want to go with the full RIP, 
you know, that's my opinion. <laughs> Obviously, this may suit you. But this is the thing. I think you downloaded just thinking, well, we want to provide as many options as possible to get people who want to come to come and do it the way they want to do it. And if that's what they want, we'll put that option there for them and we'll sell it to them at an inflated price. You know, they just want to, that's the, you know, they just want you there with your money and happy. They'll, and they'll, they'll, however it takes, uh, that's, what it, that's what they'll do for you. That's, that's what I think. I think you're pretty much nailed on there. Uh, so then, of course, you've got uh, the extras of a car park pass or motorbike pass, because, of course, not everybody is going to drive to download. They are extras. And what is it, like 20 quid, something like that? It's 20, it's 20 pound before... Um, if you if you were to pre-book it, it's about 20 pound. Um, and one pound of that does go towards a uh, a in quotations here, because I don't know the official name for it, is lower your carbon footprint sort of um, charity. Oh. Um, so I think that's 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 brilliant. Um, but if you buy if you buy it on the day, it's about twenty five pound. I think you're right there, actually. Uh, and a camper van pass as well. If you want to turn up and go into the camper van area, uh, which uh, is usually behind the main stage, um, and it's on a big hill, actually. So I'm not sure if I would quite fancy that. Uh, <laughs> I bet the I bet the I bet the view's pretty good. For if you if you're if you're sitting there mid afternoon and you're waiting for the headline act, you don't want to be walking around the uh, the main the main yeah. arena all day. I bet there's, I bet there's a nice little views as the side stage and all the stalls and the hill. Mm, yeah, absolutely. It's 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 close to everything. You haven't got that big long walk, um, so that's good. And it's and you, I think it's a little community. I went in there once, um, and it's it's a little community of of camper van owners. Uh, so um if that's if that's if you're in that community you can buy a pass and take your camper van uh so we've learned loads there there's loads of uh, extras that you can add on um but uh, if we've missed any inevitably you can get in touch with us you can give us uh, your viewpoints tell us what we've missed or ask us any questions by sending us a voice message go to anchor.fm slash festpod and click on message send us a voice message and we'll get you on the show tell us your do's and don'ts uh, tell us about something we've missed or just give us your opinion on what we've spoken about today that's at anchor.fm slash festpod and just click on message next up we'll look back on some of our memories of download in the legend In this section, we'll look back on some of our memories of downloads gone by. Um, now, this is uh, uh, from when Aerosmith were headlining. And uh, I I just thought to myself, do you know what? These are rock gods I have never seen. They are legendary, Aerosmith, and I would love to be as close as possible to them. Uh, so I, for the first time, really, at the main stage, pushed my way to the front nicely not horribly and um was at the front watching aerosmith and it was amazing it's the first time i think that i've ever been at the front of the crowd for a gig and i mean it was it wasn't as um uh you know i wasn't being jostled around in the same way that i would be if slipknot were on because they're an older band uh, most of their fans are 
not young. Um, and so the most of the people at the front at the front weren't, you know, <laughs> they were enjoying themselves. They were dancing about, but they weren't sort of elbowing me in the face. And that's that's fine. I think that's good as an introduction to being at the front of a crowd for a headliner. Uh, so I really enjoyed that, and uh, I've got some fantastic footage of them close up, which is nice. It's always nice to take a couple of videos. Um, although some people get really... Um, I did notice whilst I was there, some people getting quite annoyed that I had taken videos. For some reason... Uh, that- the, 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 there's something with the older generation that don't... Um, understand. I mean, I, I, part of me gets it because you don't want to have someone with their phone in your face whilst you're, 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 whilst you're trying to enjoy the band and you can't see anything because someone's got their phone waving about. I get that. But then I had to explain that I had to explain to someone. I said, "Okay, fine, but I want to be able to remember this show. I want to take some pictures. I want to make sure that I get my favorite song on video, so I've got memory for me." And I think that's more, I think that's important because yeah. because you, you're only human. You're not going to remember every single little detail of every show you've ever seen. If you Probably can, had a drink. A, exactly. So you, you're not going to remember everything. But imagine getting. Imagine for your own records, not just for YouTube, not just for your Instagram, just imagine for your own records, you've got, uh, for example, I, I'm, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to use Corn as an example a few years ago. Um, they, they, Slipknot came out of stage with them and they played a, a Beastie Boys show. They played Sabotage by the Beastie Boys. Oh, wow. and, it was the, and it was the only show at Wembley, sorry, it was the only show of that tour at Wembley that they, that they did that at. I didn't get any footage. I had oh. my, I left my phone in my pocket. Luckily, there is a video of it on YouTube, but it's not always going to be that way. And I can imagine when you're when you're watching Aerosmith and you've got, for example, "Dude Looks Like a Lady" comes on, yeah. and you think, oh, "Favorite track? I want to get that." And you've got that footage for yourself. Yeah, I see no problem with that. It really means something, especially if it, if it's your favorite band and you've never seen them before. You know, I don't think you need to justify yourself to people around you who may have seen them before, who may not have seen them before, who object to you using your phone. It's, come on, it's the 21st century and people are going to use the phone to take videos and pictures and stuff. It's just the way it is. And if you don't like it, that's your problem. Is That's that's my view. I, I, I honestly, I agree with you. Um, again, I've, I've, I've had the... The, the discussion with older people to say that uh, yeah I, I'm, I'm doing it for myself I'm doing it for my own records I'm not doing it if I'm not doing it for the likes I'm not doing it for what you think I'm doing it for I'm not I'm not trying to be a pain in your ass by having my camera out it's for me it's got nothing to do with you yeah. it's for my records mm. do, Dave do you uh, ever take any pictures or, or or take videos or anything yeah I, I try to limit it obviously but um you know, you've you got to get a couple of pictures just like, like as Lee said, as a memento or a memory. Um, and then I just generally try and get like maybe a couple of clips, video clips from like my favorite songs or. Yeah, absolutely. Like that. When I, when I, um, if, if I take videos, uh, I've got, you know, I'll take no more than a minute a video yeah because i know that my you know my hand up uh, you know showing my bright phone screen is potentially annoying i know that i'm not that i'm not stupid so i'll I'll limit it to 60 seconds and if anybody's got a problem with me doing that for 60 seconds then tough (laughs) basically luckily actually the closer you are to the front the the less um 
obstruction you are because if if your camera's still below the stage level then people then it's like the level of the performer's feet yeah so that it won't actually affect the, the viewing of people behind you but yeah. if you're somewhere in the middle it might start to get like in the way but exactly. um yeah I, I think the best thing to do is to just um you know take a couple of pictures and videos but just try not to uh be a dick about it and get in everyone's way and you know people are people who live stream the whole show oh no that's not that's yeah that's that's the other end of the spectrum isn't it yeah (laughs) dave what's your memory of download uh well mine isn't actually anything to do with uh the bands as such it was just um I think it was maybe the th- Thursday of uh, in the village, and they always have a the cinema tent uh, just playing uh, like rock related films. Yeah, uh, you know, things like um, Bill and Ted and Wayne's World and stuff like that. Yeah, um, and Star and- Wars as well, actually. But anyway, go on. Oh yeah, they they do play some other random things, but yeah, it was just uh, we just went in there and watched the Pick of Destiny by Tenacious D. How was and that? It, it was just it was just it was just good. Like I've seen it before, but um, that everyone was just singing along to the songs and just you know <laughs> generally enjoying themselves, like having having a drink, whatever. Uh, it's just a good vibe, good experience. Watching this films is... at download is something yeah. else, isn't it? And it is on a, the, it is a on really the first experience. two days, yeah. On the first two days, like you obviously don't have to worry too much about um, the music side of it because there's no one playing apart from uh, maybe in the takeover tents. But um, you can just, you know, walk around the village and uh, see all the sights and sounds of that. And the cinema is again is a good place to just you know put your feet up for five minutes or whatever. Mm. Um, or put your feet up for an hour and a half if you're watching the whole film. Yeah, and get involved with all of the shouting at the screen. Yeah, and like obviously it's a it's a very like rock metal film, so everyone was uh, singing along and you know just having a good laugh with it. Fantastic. Uh, I'm I'm interested to find out uh, what you don't tend to find out what the films are before you go. You only find out once you're there. So I'm interested to find out what'll what'll be on next time. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess Bill and Ted just because oh yeah they've released the new the new one this year haven't they so. that's true it's probably going to be available for download by then isn't it available for download do you see do you get it I get it I get it it's available <laughs> to download <laughs> Lee what's your memory of download um what's the shortest gig that you you that either of you have ever seen uh, if, if you can yeah the the the, the short the shortest show. God, thank for what today. For me, it's the one you're about to say. Yeah, Dave knows. <laughs> um, I don't know. I can't even think what the shortest gig that I've been to was. So we touched on it earlier about 12 foot ninja, obviously, and there's a massive crowd not being able to get into the tent. But what made it worse, and again, this isn't the band's fault at all. Um, they had a half an hour set, but they were 15 minutes late. Oh. Due to due to technical difficulties, and 
it, it was a it was a pain in the ass because they were one of the bands I was really looking forward to see because they're proper, proper like upbeat, funky, proggy rock metal sort of. They got tons of genres into this one band, and I was really looking forward to seeing them. And I've looked at my watch and I thought to myself, they're not going to have much time. This the whole thing's going to have to be cancelled. Surely, at that point, they all walked out on stage. Um, and in his, his Aussie accent, um, please excuse me for this accent. I'm going to give it a go. Um, oh no, I'm not. I can't do this now. I put myself on too much pressure. Go on. Um, this, 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 this is going to be the shortest fucking show ever, mate. And a 15 minute set. Um, he said said it was unfortunate, and these things happen. It shits. We're sorry, um, but that's the way it goes. And I managed to get a, a video of the of him of them coming out and explaining themselves but then literally after without any warning after explaining what's going on they went straight to the first song which is called coming for you and the whole place erupted <laughs> i've got i've got foot i've got footage of it um of well dodgy footage because i'm being knocked about at the same time but the whole place erupted um people jumping about singing along uh it was the best set it was one of the best sets I've ever seen but it was one of the shortest sets I've ever seen as well um, unfortunately these things that download can happen um, I think the same year it happened down the Avalanche stage of one of the pop punk shows I'm not sure I'm not quite sure who it was um, and I've seen people complaining about it when they've come out and it's like this isn't the fault of the acts these, this sort of thing happens and we need to you know people need to realise that that they're Yes, we've paid all this money to go and see them play, but at the end of the day, mistakes happen. Uh, technical difficulties happen all the time. So, um, yeah, my memory basically is it was the best and shortest gig I've ever seen. 12 Foot Ninja. What a great name for a band. Wow. Uh, so that's all we've got time for today. We're going to see you on our socials. Just look for FestPod. And don't forget to send us a voice message by going to anchor.fm slash festpod and clicking on message. Tell us what download means to you, ask our advice about going, or give us your memories of going to download. That's at anchor.fm slash festpod and just click on message. So that's it. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Bye. A Wilco Productions podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. FestPod 
the unofficial rock festival guide is part of the ACAST Creator Network.